1: Hello, it's Paul Wheelock, and welcome to the post-game podcast to act to Liverpool's thumping 5-0 win at Watford in the Premier League. It was a win that took Liverpool top of the table and extended their unbeaten league run to 18 matches. It featured a 100th Premier League goal for Sadio Mane and a hat-trick for the informed Roberto Firmino, who now has nine goals in his last 11 games for the Reds. But really, it was a win dominated by Mohamed Salah, who captured a superb performance by scoring a goal that truly did take the breath away. Little wonder then that Salah, talk dominates this podcast which starts with the verdict of our Liverpool FC correspondent Paul Gorst continues with Jurgen Klopp's press conference in full and ends with the forge of three very very happy Reds fans Alex Watts Mike Holt and Mark Baker have a great weekend Liverpool have gone back to the top of the table at the Premier League if only temporarily after a 5-0 demolition of Watford here Vickery's wrote this afternoon Roberto Firmino with the hat-trick Sadio Mane and uh, inevitably of course Mohamed Salah on the score sheet for the Reds as they uh, ran riot um, here at the 12.30 kick-off, it's the slot that Jürgen Klopp is known to dislike, uh, most Premier League managers do, particularly after the resumption um, of football, after the international break of course, but Liverpool show no ill effects of that, and uh, despite not having Alisson Becker or Fabinho or Thiago Argentaro or Curtis Jones, uh, Liverpool made light work of uh, Claudio Ranieri's Hornets, uh, they really did run right, Mohamed Salah with an incredible pass for Mane for the first goal with the outside of his foot and Mane grabs his 100th goal in the Premier League. Uh, he becomes just a third player to do that outside of penalties uh, with, alongside uh, Les Ferdinand and Emil Heskey. Uh, becomes just the third African to do that alongside Salah and Didier Drogba. Um, and um, it really was a stunning uh, pass from Salah on the finish, which was uh, a lot harder than looked. it must be said. He took a first time at Liverpool. Uh, you can hear Sadio uh, Mane song getting sung just over to my left, Um, Liverpool really put the foot on the necks of Watford, who've been struggling this season and um, when Firmino um, tapped in on the line after great work from Mane and James Mulder in the build-up, Liverpool went into the second half with the uh, 2-0 lead that their efforts uh, probably deserved and um, really put the foot on the neck of Watford in the second half. Um, Salah, with his uh, latest uh, piece of genius, wriggling away from around about four or five, lots of the before slotting her in. That was after Firmino had pounced uh, to make it a three. Um, quite the poacher's efforts, all three of them were in fairness to Firmino today. A real number nine performance with him leading the line and getting that trick. Um, it's half Cathcart, who's slide tackle had diverted it towards Ben Foster. He got down to make the save and Firmino uh, followed it up and got the tap in to make a three. Shallers, as I say, twisted and turned to make a four and then. I with literally the last kick of the game made it five after uh, Nico Williams' cross come shot and flash across goal and uh, there he was on the back post to tap it in so uh, all in all a perfect day for Jürgen Klopp we, uh, Liverpool had actually tried to move this timer of this game with uh, Alisson and Fabinho unlikely to make it because of Brazil commitments they uh, were in the squad that played in the early hours of Friday morning which made this one uh, always a no-go so they flew straight to Madrid but uh, Wofford uh, not too accommodating with the time changers was their prerogative but Liverpool uh, didn't neither in the end. They've run out 5-0 winners um, to go top of the table. That's now over to Chelsea, uh, who uh, played Brentford this evening. See if they can regain their touch spot at Liverpool. Looking quite the force. It's finished here if it can control. Buffett nil, Liverpool five.
0: I know it's um, a superb hat-trick from Roberto, but really it's kind of all about Mo Salah. Uh, just the extraordinary performance. I know you said he's the best in the world just recently, but can you just expand on that? He, he looks a little bit, bit like Messi when he plays like this.
2: Oh, he looks like Mo, actually. <laughs> and it's really good, Sam. yeah, I know, he's in good shape. And you're right, the, the three goals are probably really nice, 100, um primary goal for Sadio, so all these nice little stories. But, yeah, you cannot overlook the, the performance of Mo today. I said him after the game, cut the, game, the goal off, it was outstanding performance, to be honest, like how he played today. So that's really good, very important for us, that- that's why we can win football games, but yes, the goal was very special. But if you go back a little bit, you, you might find a goal against Watford at home, which looks pretty similar to this one. Um, he obviously is that kind of player who can do these kind of things. So, good for us. Rob, we'll go to Jeremy Yeah, yeah Jurgen, how would you
3: compare Mo's goal with the goal he scored against Manchester City because they were both incredible, weren't they? I would, why should
2: I compare two world class? Goals. I like them both, and I don't want to miss them, to be honest. Um, there are obviously different goals. Um, the other one is slightly more dynamic, um, bigger space, stuff like this. Here, he is um, not, none of them is possible for people with normal feet, um, like all of us, um, but it's obviously possible for him, and that makes it absolutely special. And um, you could see how, how the team celebrated the goal um, that everybody realized immediately that was
3: something special. Jeremy,
1: we're going to Simon Stone, BBC. Hi, Jürgen. Um, We've had a a long era of Ronaldo and Messi as being the best players in the world. That is coming to an end now. Is Mo Salah, is there anybody better than Mo Salah? Is he one of the best in the world now?
2: Yeah, he's for sure one of the best in the world now. Um, And it's obviously another me or whatever. To say who is, the, who is the best for me, he is the best. Uh, I see him every day. Um, that makes it maybe more easy for me. But uh, Mr. Lewandowski out there, stuff like this. Um, Ronaldo still scoring like crazy. Messi um, still putting out performances to world class level. Um, so Mbappe, all these kind of things, and others will come. But yes, in this moment, he's for sure on top of that list. The lucky hands will go to
4: z and then to
1: um, hi, Jürgen. Um, before the international break, we were talking about Salah scoring 100 goals uh, for Liverpool and the Premier League as well. Now Ismane scores 100 um, today. What's your view on that, please? Yeah,
2: and the special thing is, see, shouldn't I forget that, Ismane. I'm not sure if he scored penalties for Southampton, but uh, not that I know. He scored 100 goals without a penalty, so that makes a difference. Different, um, for sure. It's a special number, absolutely. He should be and will be hopefully proud of that. It's um, that doesn't happen for a lot of players, but he's you don't have to talk about Santiago's quality. He's a world class player as well. It's incredible how good he is. Um, and so, the, yeah, big day for him 100. Um, and I really, I really, I'm really happy for him.
3: Three questions we've got Mick Callow, then James Benj, and then Mike. Just another
2: quick one on, on Mo, if I may. You said you see him every day, Jurgen. What's he like in training? Because he seems to be playing with the freedom of a player who can just try anything. Like he's on the training ground, but he's in the Premier League in front of millions of people around the world. Uh, yeah, no, oh, he's a top-class professional. He likes training, um, the physical part of it, tactical part of it, um, and he's a top, a top, top professional. So um, yes, he's doing these kind of things in training as well. Our little problem is we don't have too much time for training, so usually we recover when we don't play. Um, that means uh, we don't see it that often in training because we just don't have time for it.
3: That's too James Bench. My walter back, James.
0: Uh, hi Jurgen. I hope you're not getting bored of talking about Mo yet. Just one more, uh, on him. What do you think, if anything, has, has led to him maybe taking a leap from a top 10 player in the world to, as you were saying, maybe the best in the world? Sorry, what does he improved? What do you think he's improved to become the best player in the world?
2: Nothing he's. For a while already on that level. He, of course, he improves. That that's good because in his age, where you can improve, and he's doing that constantly. You just saw the first goal that he set up for Sadio today. That is an outstanding pass. Um, he brought that from the I don't know from the summer break. After that, he started doing these kind of things. So I said, we don't have um, like hours and hours and hours time on to train different things. But the boys um, improved their game by themselves. And um, there's um, it's the consistency he delivers. All this kind of stuff. I, or maybe people. Right, just now start seeing it. It, it was always there. It's a, his place for us. Is um, for I don't know five years now. But it's absolutely incredible the way he the way he performs since he's here, and he's on on uh, in the top top five for since he is at Liverpool pretty much, and now he's the, the best for um, in that moment. But we all know that um, the the big thing between Cristiano and Messi was that they were But there were nobody had, had a doubt about it for years. Um, but uh, More is on the top level already for years as well, and there's still a lot to come from him because of his desire. He just wants to perform on on top class level.
0: The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross the Line podcast. Um, what a performance! Let's start with the obvious. Mohamed Salah is the best footballer on the planet right now. How do you deny him that accolade? How do you deny him the Ballon d'Or in this form? You know, he set his standards very high at Liverpool and somehow he is surpassing them this season. The fourth goal, the goal he scored is like, he watched the goal that he scored against Man City back and thought, "Ah, I can do that better. (laughs) He is a human highlight reel, a difference maker, a phenomenon um, just give him that new contract, for the love of God. Um, yeah, Salah was the highlight, really, of an incredible performance today, a dominant performance from a side who look at their absolute best because it turns out that Liverpool Football Club are actually quite good, you know? Um, like Bobby Firmino got a hat-trick today and he wasn't even the best Liverpool player. That's the level of dominance we're talking about today against Watford. Um Look, I think we all love Claudio Ranieri, don't we, but coming into a new job and your reward is playing this Liverpool side, that is that is a rough job um, and obviously you'd hope he you won't be judged on today's result or performance, although with the speed at which Watford cycle through managers, you can never be 100% sure, but Watford fans will definitely be worried watching their side today that they could barely get a sniff or a foothold in the game until it was about 4-0, you know. Um, you know As much as Liverpool were great today, Watford were really poor and Ranieri could have a bit of a job on his hands in the next few weeks to get this team looking like a cohesive unit because we didn't have Alisson or Fabinho today and it still looked like it was only ever going to go one way. It was pure dominance from Liverpool and it looked like A training session at times, to be honest. It was so easy for us, which is exactly what we needed after the international break. We wanted to see them hit the ground running again and keep the pressure on Chelsea and Man City, who play later today. Man United too, I suppose, especially with the showdown against them next weekend. But, yeah, Watford, you know... Poor Danny Rose up against Mo Salah in this kind of form. Like, a brutal start to the weekend for him. Like, imagine having to wake up this early on a Saturday and having to try and defend against Mo in this kind of form. Like, I almost felt bad for him, but I was mostly just enjoying watching the best player in the league, the best player in the world, do what he does best. And only took, what, eight minutes for Salah to make that dominance count. Obviously, great skill and strength against Rose and then lovely outside of the boot pass to Mane. And it was 1-0 that quickly and that easily. And that assist was such a beauty as well. It shouldn't be forgotten because he obviously did that uh, madness with the goal later on. But that's the form that Solar is in right now, that he does so many of these things in one game. And... Yeah, we were just purring today. It it took us longer than it probably should have done to get the second with the gaps that Watford were leaving and how we were able to exploit those. But that did come towards the end of the second half. Lovely tapping for Firmino, followed by another lovely new celebration too. We always love to see it. Um, Ball put on a plate for him by Milner, who was great in the midfield today, had a nicer time of it um, than he did at full-back against Man City. I think he was really able to dominate that central area. Uh, Obviously, having Trent back and his range of passing was a big help too in exploiting how disjointed Watford were. Um, To be honest, if it wasn't for Moussa Sissoko at the base of that Watford midfield, you wonder how much worse this could have been for Watford, to be honest, because we've won this 5-0... And honestly, if our finishing had been even better, we could have been looking at 7-8-9 because, you know, Mane had another big chance as well. There are a few other great opportunities. Um, but 5-0 isn't exactly shabby with all of the front three getting on the score sheet. As we said, Firmino getting the hat-trick, goal of the season, contender from Mo Salah. Um, and with... The Atletico Madrid game on Tuesday, then the Man United a game coming up next in the league. We honestly couldn't be in better form after this performance for two big, big clashes like that. And yeah, this was definitely a lovely way to return to Premier League football. Um, best club in the world, best player in the world, top of the league again, for now at least. And we've racked up some lovely goal difference too, which might be important come the end of the season as well. So... Let's go and win again on Tuesday, please. Cheers, up the Reds.
3: for nil, Liverpool 5, and uh, I think with everyone head-scratching before this game, thinking it's a potential banana skin to slip on, you know, the Reds have just proved us all wrong there. Um, Danny Rose has just turned up at a gunfight with a wooden spoon, quite frankly. What a result from the Reds there. Not only a vital three points after the slightly disappointing result with City before the international break, but the performance as a whole, just superb. You know, like I said at the start, this could have, on paper, been a potential banana slip for the Reds. Um, With the Brazilian boys not in action, in Fabinho and Alisson, you know, Kelleher and Nett, you know, as much as everyone's got confidence in him, you know, Watford away is one of those games where you think, oh, you know, that maybe this is a... The one where we slip up on, but none of that. Absolutely nothing short of complete league winning mentality there. From what it looks like from the Reds and Mo Salah again, looking. You can't escape the fact that he is the best player on current form in the world at the moment. And John Henry and FSG need to put the hands in the pockets and get this man paid. Get that new contract. Get over to him. If he wants three hundred and fifty grand a week, double it. Cause that's how much he's worth. Um, superb. Uh, Mane, Mane looking like the old Mane, which is such, such a relief. Um, today, you, you know, I know he gets the first goal Salah, with an amazing assist there. You know, you'll do better than to see a better assist all season than that. Um, Firmino you know, getting get the hat trick as well. You know, he started off fairly slowly if I'm honest, but he grew massively in towards the game, and obviously a hat trick is such. Such a massive confidence booster for him. Um, Salah's goal, well, we thought that the City goal was going to be goal of the year. You know, that's in contention now. Those Both of those goals are Messi-esque in the way that he's scoring them. Um, and for a man who's 30-31, you know, he looks like he is fully in his prime now. Um, just an amazing performance. And to be honest, someone that might not get the mention from fellow Reds today is Naby Keita I thought Naby was absolutely superb it's been so frustrating having to want Naby to produce something over the last couple of seasons and not finding the consistency and form that we all need from him and today is what in a way it's great but then it annoys me because you don't see enough of it but he was superb today going forward defensively very much Wine uh, Wijnaldum like so I thought he was brilliant Milder always does a job the captain in midfield, too, Henderson, uh, superb. Trent Robbo. You know the defense didn't have to do too much today. And I suppose talking about the opposition, you know they're pretty turgid, aren't they? Um, for a Premier League side, you know Danny Rose got the absolute runaround, but he wasn't the only one. They they looked shockingly bad. You know they they they'll definitely go down. But regardless, the Reds have got to put them in that position, haven't they? So, you know, absolutely outstanding. Um bring it to be able to bring some of the lads on like Oxlade-Chamberlain uh, Nico Williams comes on at the end and gets an assist great for them boys as well just to give them minutes um, i'm just quite relieved after that um you know half an hour in you know you know you're going to win those sort of games but it it it's really good to start this weekend off with a win putting people like Chelsea um Man City under pressure already you know They've got to go win their games now. Um, and with Atletico uh, away in the week as well, you know, it's a really vital win to keep pushing. Um, still unbeaten in the league. Um, and just like the away fans are singing, you know, the Reds have got no money, but we'll
4: still win the league. Fantastic performance from Liverpool at Watford. Massive results in the context of obviously coming back after uh, the international break. And magnificent both with and without the ball. With some fantastic performances from 1 to 11. However, we've got to talk about one player in particular and that has to be Mohamed Salah. So, at the level he's performing at this moment in time just takes you back to the, the first season at Liverpool where he was playing at a level where it was a consistent, almost take your breath away at some of the things he was able to do with the football, both technically and physically. In such short spaces of time on the football field in which time and space is limited, he was able to eradicate himself from such areas and produce decisive actions which would influence the outcome of the game on such a regular basis that sometimes you were just aghast at some of the things he was doing and it was comparable with the biggest compliments ever to Leo Messi and, and what he the way he makes you feel when you you're watching football and the emotions you go through when you just think to yourself, how on earth has he been able to conjure that out? And I mean you just have to look for example, at the, the previous two games. So if you take Manchester City, I mean, I'm not just talking about the goal here, I'm talking about the actual creation of the, the two goals as well within the games for his, his partners. But if we look at the goal against Manchester City, the ability to, his strength to be able to hold off the defender, turn, then his balance, change of pace at that, and speed at such a... Uh, such a fantastic pace, his directional change chops back off that favoured left foot and the finish with the laces on the right. And then it was the polar opposite against Watford in which he's in a confined situation amongst bodies in the penalty area is able to produce a drag back with the sole of his boot in such a, a limited amount of room to work in. chop back on his unfavoured right foot, which is just an unbelievably difficult skill at speed on the weaker side. And then to be able to caress the ball into the net with the, the inside of the left boot. And it was just an absolute demonstration, the two goals of all different facets, both technically and physically, of his game. And it was just breathtaking, both. both, But equally breathtaking, where they actually did two assists because all the, the chances, um, which ended up in goals that he put put on for his teammates. And what I mean by that is against Manchester City, against Mane, for Manny. The little lift of the football over Canfello as he goes to close him down, it only looks so delicate, but it's just so important. If he doesn't lift the ball, the defender cuts that out. And then he accelerates that great speed. We know he's got over short distances and the weight of the pass to find that Manny is the moving target who ends up finishing the ball. And again for Manny against Watford, the use of the outside of the boot on his favourite left foot to be able to, to bend it into Manny's path. Also put a bit of almost, sorry, put a bit of faith on the ball to be able to hold up perfectly to match the run. So not only can he he see the picture, but he's also able to execute the pass. So when you take that all on board and you think about all the different attributes, both technically and physically, he's had to show. Just outstanding. And, And you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, how has he managed that? And people have rightly said, is this his greatest run of form for Liverpool. Is he the greatest player in the world at this moment in time? I don't think there's anybody playing better. And I think throughout the, the last few years, he's been right in the conversation for the award of the second best player in world football. And I say that because everything has to be caveated in football, because Messi is alive, breathing. And as long as he is, there is no debate about who is the greatest footballer from game to game, from week to week, from year to year. I mean, it's an absolute travesty. He hasn't won the pounds the or every single year. You're talking about a player who's just out on his own. I mean, greatest passer of all time, dribbler of all time, statistical goal scorer of all time, tops every single metric in the attacking field of the pitch. And how you'd amalgamate that into one player, pfft, I've just never seen anything like it. And I've made no secrets to the, the fact that I've watched every single game of his. I think it's been an education. He is a genius. And obviously he'll be back soon playing on a regular basis. So, so there's always that caveat. I mean, how I, I, when we talk about the best players in the world, very often it get defined, gets defined by a lot of outside fans or journalists. It might be by how many goals have they scored, how many chances, sorry, assists have they made. Well, assist is a flawed metric anyway, because it all depends on the person you're passing through finishing the ball. So it should be chances created, big chances created. But when you're actually, I think, a real, the best ever, almost every attack and move is funneled through them and they have so many different ways of hitting you. So if you look at Messi, he builds the game from deeper. He produces the pass before the last pass, the actual last pass, then finishes the chances. Now, you're not going to find many players who can do that, if any. That's why there'll never be anybody who, for me, will be anywhere near comparable to him because it's a, it's a skill set that can't be matched. And, but you do find players who have different attributes to the the attacking in the final phase and, and the way they can hear you. And basically, all the team is funneled through them. So if you think of some of the best goal scorers in, in terms of the 18-yard box, you think about Cristiano Ronaldo or Robert Lewandowski, yeah, Alan Shearer, for example, in the Premier League. These are all fantastic goal scorers. These are all players who rely on service, are able to finish chances and are the, the, make the defining outcomes in games. But they aren't players who are going to hit you with a pass. They aren't players who are going to be able to hit you with a dribble. Listen, I know Ronaldo in his early stage of his career, you could say that. But it's been a long time since that took place. And so they're almost a, a product of the team that they are playing in. It depends on how productive that team are for them to be able to function at true capacity. Whereas Messi... He dictates everything within that final third. If Messi isn't playing well, then the chances don't come to the final third because he's the player who not only finishes the chances, but he also creates every attacking uh, element of the team's play. So, the the likes of them players that I've just mentioned, they will never be considered in a higher calibre to the likes of Luis Suarez and Thierry Henry because Luis Suarez and Thierry Henry had so much more to the game. OK, they weren't Messi, they could hurt you with a pass, or. Sort of. Uh, from a from a deeper area however they just had so many different strings to the bow if you think about Henri and the way he was able to travel with the ball that fear factor that they brought be, be, being able to individually hear your Suarez with that bit of genius in such tight spaces they have the individual individual ability to be able to hear you whether or not their team will function and Salah is currently at that level i, f- I believe that Liverpool are a little below the best. I believe the team is slightly out of their best cycle at this moment in time. There's numbers, numerous factors for that. Obviously, I had a lot of players coming back from injury. But as long as he's playing well and playing in this fashion, where he's able to hate it in so many different ways and influence the outcome of games and not be reliant on the team's productivity, like I believe some of what the last few years he has, in terms of just being that finisher, just about keeping his statistics up, we're seeing a difference animal altogether and getting back to that stage he was in the first season where it was almost what, what can he conjure from any area whether it be a pass a dribble or a finish and whilst he is on the pitch and Liverpool have him within their club this season there's every possibility he could go right to the wire in terms of challenging for the titles so is he the best player on current form in world football I don't think that there could be a question about that although I don't watch all the players every week and in general I think that He, over the last few years, has made a strong argument to have been the second best player in Wales football and I think he could well cement that status come the end of the season because there's always the messy caveat. But this player is a special, special player and is now operating at a level that he previously did a few seasons ago.
0: You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.